Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. All right, welcome everybody to the Lakers Legacy Podcast, where it's that special white elephant time of the year where you receive a gift you don't actually need or want, and then you decide to re-gift it to somebody else at another holiday party. I'm your host, John Hernandez, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alan Riley. Alan, let's talk about the white elephant Christmas gift in the room. Taylor Horton Tucker trades. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's get right into it. This is going to be a quick, brisk episode. Alan, I'm unsure yet if this intro segment with you will be the entire episode or if I'm going to make this a little intro and then I'll have a part two segment after the break where I talk about a more recent game that's going on. Regardless, Alan, THT is scheduled to be traded by January 15th. We have passed the December 15th point where everybody signed in the offseason is now eligible to be traded. Correction, not everybody, but a majority of the players are. We've obviously heard THT's name flying every which way in every trade rumor, namely because he's the only real asset the Lakers have, lo and behold. Uh, simple question for you, Alan, and you can take it whichever way you want before I start getting into specific names, but do you want to trade THT? I do not. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Well, I really like this white elephant gift. <laughs> um, okay. Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, I think that he's a lot of practical uses, but for real, um, I get that we are in win now mode, which is why you would trade him for a bunch of players that you're about to name in a few minutes from now. But I don't see why he can't be a win now type of piece for us. He was win now in the bubble in the third quarter against the Houston Rockets in the playoffs when he hadn't played one minute, right? True. So at this point, and, you know, we've discussed previously his, like, growth rate this season in such a short amount of time. If you want to extrapolate that further out to March and April and May, don't you think that, not that he's going to continue to improve at the exact same rate, but... If what we're getting now is just sort of like he's shaking off the rust from, you know, dealing with injury at the beginning of the season, building chemistry with the entire team and things like that, uh, we know that he can make a difference in pressure moments. That sounds like win now to me. His versatility, we don't even have to talk about that. Um, he doesn't play like someone who just turned 21 years old. He obviously has championship experience. 
So to trade for someone else who most likely doesn't have championship experience, who doesn't have as much even playoff experience for that matter. Um, I mean, I get it in some ways, but I, I don't think I, I would do that trade. No, I would be pretty, I think I would be very upset actually. And we haven't even gone into the long-term implications of the guy's not even on your team now, you know, and we have high hopes for him for our future. I think outside of the, you know, subjective fan aspect too, you're just bringing up practical points of this guy's been in the system, you know, why not you've invested in this guy. He knows things that an outside guy won't know. And obviously the outside guy probably who you're trading for has a more polished skill set than THT, but it will still need integrating. And if you've seen what THT's trajectory for learning on the fly is, and it seems like he's do he's able to learn so quickly, you can almost extrapolate out like, okay, the first 20 games that he's played in this season is almost like a full season for him in terms of the rate at which he learns, right? So why can't you say, well, by the time the playoffs hit, this dude will already know how to be a competitive player and be useful as a role player, you know, by that point, and even progress defensively. So I think those are all great points. Now, let's say we are forced to trade THT. You didn't have a say in it. What template or sort of player would you trade him for at this point? You don't need to get into too many specifics, but like, what's the general? You're like, okay, okay, we're trading THT. I know that. What type of player would you hope to get back in that sense? Um, a defender, <laughs> obviously, someone who plays solid perimeter defense. Uh, I, I think that um, three and D wing type of guy which i feel like is what we say all the time right like oh, we need three and d guys um so someone with a little bit more youth i mean obviously thc is the definition of youth but another youthful player a young dude not not some old guy um that that's pretty much it young three and d so let's go through some guys who are young ish and who have been sort of attached or linked to tht let's start with what are your thoughts on THT for Miles Turner? And this is assuming a lot. This is assuming like Indiana would do this, right? Which you, I think if, which they've have done to the rest of the league, they've told everybody, hey, these guys are available. I think another team could pony up a better offer than THT. But let's just say for argument's sake, okay, they'll give us Miles Turner for THT. I mean, I really like Miles Turner. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Um, imagining a front line of him, Anthony Davis and LeBron, uh, that's going to be real tough to deal with. Obviously he brings something to the table offensively as well. Um, I, I really, really do like miles Turner for sure. Um, and I think that it could relieve, you know, some pressure off of AD as well. We know AD plays extremely well at the five. Um, but at that point, I mean, they're just interchangeable, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so yeah, Miles Turner would be cool. Yeah, if again, if the Indiana yeah, Pacers for don't sure. get a better offer than THT and Kendrick Nunn or whatever, which is all we can really offer. Miles Turner, by the way, is leading the league in blocks at 2.8 a game. So, uh, next, Alan, Jeremy Grant. This is like the popular name that everybody's been throwing out. And by the way, I just want to say Tommy and I brought his name up like two months ago before everybody because we got on this like <laughs> what what could we trade THT for bandwagon uh, if you want to hear more of an in-depth episode where we throw out a bunch of different names and configurations of trade proposals with THT check out 
Episode 385, Wings Beneath Our Winds. Hypothetical nice. Taylor Ford and Tucker <laughs> wing trade scenarios. Yeah, but what are your thoughts on Jeremy Grant? Obviously, we got a taste of him in the bubble playoffs when he played stellarly for the Denver Nuggets and has since gotten a chance to sort of spread his wings a little bit with the Detroit Pistons, albeit in a sort of inefficient way. But it's clear that he can do more stuff than he did in Denver. But presumably, if we traded for Jeremy Grant, we would want the Denver Nuggets version of Jeremy Grant versus the uh, sort of erratic, wild Jeremy Grant that's been out there in Detroit, just kind of hoisting it up uh, with no regard for any other player, right? But yeah, what are your thoughts uh, with regards to Jeremy Grant? Yeah, so when I was like, oh, I want a young 3 and D guy. I mean, that's obviously the person that I was thinking of specifically. Um like you said, uh, you know, when he was in Denver with an established team, a uh, very deep team uh, with the precedent for success, he was able to fit into that and and play a pivotal role um, in how they they function offensively and defensively. So I, I do think that he could slot right into, you know, what we are doing Um he played really well against us recently, <laughs> the game where LeBron got uh, ejected and suspended. So, you know, maybe that was like kind of an audition tape for him. I think that a lot of guys like to play well against Lakers because they want to be Lakers someday. Um, again, I would not be mad at that. Um, I, I think that in terms of like, upside though between him and t i know the thc's traded in this scenario doesn't really matter but in terms of like the net positive that we're walking into as a result of this trade i don't know how significant it is though Mm -hmm. you know like how much are you moving the needle by that trade um so yeah well also alan he's not that young actually he's 27 gonna be 28 soon so it's like kind of right on the brink he's 80s age so it's kind of right on the brink there you know what i'm saying so it's something to think about wow i thought he was like 25 crazy i, I did too uh next guy buddy healed <laughs> so, <laughs> so buddy's uh 28 years old going on 33 so what are your thoughts on buddy so now we can now we can get russell westbrook and buddy healed alan but honestly at this point okay i'll just i'll let you go first and then i'll give my thoughts buddy's cool um of the two trades that you proposed prior to this this would be the lowest on my list for sure this would definitely give me some like oh man we're gonna have some buyer's remorse you know um we know what buddy can do we don't need to like break his game down necessarily um would it obviously fill a a serious need for some solid three-point shooting you know we've talked previously about how Avery Bradley had one game where he shot six threes, and it's great. This is what we really want, but he's not a three-point shooter. Well, Buddy Heald is a bona fide three-point shooter. So it would really bolster um, just spreading out the floor and, you know, him being able to move without the ball, catch and shoot, even just, you know, shoot off the dribble, isolate himself, and and jack it up from three. Um, So you would definitely be gaining a lot there because we know THD doesn't stroke the three ball quite as well. But in terms of, like, creation, you know, for himself and for others, like, that's not Buddy Heald's game. Uh, So you'd be losing a lot of versatility uh, if that trade were to go down. But I'd be very, very excited for the second coming of uh, Jason Capono on the Lakers. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Mike Penberthy. (laughs) Uh, I agree with you. At this point, 
we have Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk, and Carmelo Anthony to sort of patchwork quilt together a buddy healed of our own. And the the flip side of losing THT's length, his unicorn ability to push the pace and, you know, finish into the lane. And honestly, just the youth. This is like a 10-year difference, depending on how old, you know, buddy healed is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely pass on the buddy healed thing. Uh, with that said, let's take it to break. When we return out, I will share with you. So these guys are cool. I don't think they're as realistic as some of the other guys that I'm about to bring up. But I actually will share with you the type of player I'd be willing to trade THT for that may even trump a Miles Turner or a Jem- Jeremy Grant if we think about a little bit more realistic scenarios, if that makes sense. So we'll take it to break. And when we return, I will share those players with you. Hey, everybody. Looking for a new podcast to binge while you do some Christmas gift wrapping or some Christmas party celebration grocery shopping? Well, might I suggest the Knuckleheads podcast? The Knuckleheads podcast is hosted by former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. They did the fist head bump, as you all know. Uh, They are in the seventh season of doing this podcast, and the Knuckleheads podcast brings on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. As you may or may not know, NBA veterans Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles are lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. This is their seventh season of doing this podcast, so listen as they invite special guests, high-profile athletes, musicians, and other entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Named for the on-court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast is like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. So don't be a knucklehead, as Charles Barkley would say, and listen to the Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles this holiday season. All right, so we are back. Uh, I may have misspoken. I don't think these would trump like a Miles Turner, but I'll just... I was like, damn, who are we getting? (laughs) I'll, I'll I'll be transparent and say I did not know Miles Turner was only 25. I thought he was more of the Jeremy Grant, like 27-ish yeah, range. He's only 25, which is crazy. So I think Miles Turner, regardless, Shoot. would trump any guy I could bring up. But in terms of trumping Jeremy Grant and Buddy Heald, these are the guys who I would try and target. And in terms of a template, Alan, I would actually focus on a young-ish guy, but one who is clearly a better fit and has a more clearly clearly defined role than THT does now. So essentially, you'd want a Jeremy Grant or a Robert Covington who's five years younger, who's just on the cusp of becoming a Robert Covington, if that makes sense. So someone who can better build, someone who can better help you win now, but who can also still be a building block for the future. That's the type of player I want for THT. I have at the top, this is what I'd call my premier tier, who all these guys are younger or young-ish, but they still serve the same purpose of helping you win now. But I put these guys in the premier tier because I don't think the other team will do it. But just in terms of showing you the template of the type of guys that I would want, if it's possible, these are the guys. I'll, I'll list them out to you and you can, you know, in total, in summary, tell me what you think about all three of them. Cool. So in my premier tier, I have Matisse Thibel from the Philadelphia 76ers locking up Steph Curry like it's nobody's business, still has that athletic, you know, athleticism on display as well very physical he's built very sturdily uh outside of Matisse Thibel we've got world champion Cam Johnson from the Phoenix Suns he has the length he has the shooting he's almost kind of the perfect sort of player (laughs) that that you'd want for THD 
And then kind of a tier below that because he's shorter, a little bit more erratic, but sort of the same vein, Lou Dort from the Oklahoma City Thunder. So what are your thoughts on Matisse Thibel, Cam Johnson, Lou Dort? I think you can see the through line here but to, uh, amongst all three players. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love Matisse Thibel and uh, I love Cam Johnson. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if those teams do it. <laughs> like, you know, like it's not that – it's not that they think their players are better than THT. Cause again, like THT has future all-star written on him, but I mean, especially like Matisse Thibel, I feel like he is a potential like all team defensive player, you know, um, he he's that caliber of a defender and he's, he's like an old young guy, you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. like THT in a yeah. way. Um, yeah, I re- I love his game. It's kind of like these teams know what they have with the guys that they have, and they're helping exactly them win, right. Like, why why would they <laughs> shake it up? You know, again, it, it it could just end up being like there's no significant difference in terms of win totals, though, right? If you do, because it's not that Matisse Thibel's not a good fit on Philly; he's a great fit, just like THC's a good fit for us. Um, and and same goes for Cam Johnson. Obviously, uh, I mean, he's a freaking stud. Um, so. Maybe, like, I, I could see OKC wanting to do it, right, uh, to get a future building block type of piece. Um, do I want to swap out THC for Lou Dort? Lou Dort, who doesn't <laughs> shoot very well? Um, Lou Dort, who just barrels into the lane like Julius Randle, kind of like you mentioned before? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> but uh, I, I see, like you said, where you're going with that one. I'll say I, I have the same sort of impression of Lou Dort that you have, I will say. And and at, at the very least, for Lou Dort's case, he did play in the playoffs with OKC, right? And bodied up James Harden pretty well, et cetera, et cetera. So Lou Dort on the season is averaging 17 points, which is pretty good. He's hitting 2.5 threes a game, but only no on 33%. Way. Yeah, he's hitting 2.5 threes a game. But here's this. Huh? Huh. He's shooting 33%. So he's just jacking it up. So he's not very efficient and precise with it, no. but he is hitting it. Um but his recent stretch is pretty ridiculous. But I'm not going to try and convince you that Lou Dort is the answer because I, I also agree with you. So I'm going to move on and, and talk about... So these are my premier tier, right, of guys that are probably unrealistic. I, I, I honed in on a realistic trade target, Alan, that I think may actually work. I don't know how good he is defensively, but I think he's like sort of the younger, upsidey version of Buddy Heald. Are you ready for this? Never been more ready. Okay. 22-year-old, six foot six with a six foot nine wingspan, combo guard, Gary Trent Jr., averaging 17 points, hitting 2.63 a game on 37% shooting, and averaging 2.1 steals a game this season. That's incredible. He is, as I mentioned, 22 years old. He's making $16 million this year, $17 million next year, but it's essentially you trade THT and none, which is the trade package you'd be giving any of these guys for Gary Trent Jr., that's crazy that he's only 22, actually. I didn't know he was only 22. I feel like I was, I thought he was like 26 for some reason, but maybe it's because Gary Trent is sort of like this, fits a mold that you're familiar with in the NBA and you think that he's older than he actually is. But yeah, what are your thoughts on Gary Trent Jr.? I do really like Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, I, I am surprised as well that he is that young. Um, he is a do-it-all type of guy. Um, I feel like... Anytime he comes into the game, he makes a difference. It could be because 
He just has a propensity to do it against the Lakers, <laughs> historically speaking. Um, it seems like he always kicks our ass. So imagine if he were wearing the Laker uniform. Um, I wouldn't be as mad about that one. <laughs> I wouldn't, honestly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good pull, dude. And it's real. It's realistic. The Toronto Raptors could, they're on the cusp of being yeah. a playoff team or maybe not. You know, it's like, why not take a chance on a high upside guy like THD? And for the Lakers, it's like, well, we know what Gary Trent Jr. can do on a competitive team because he did it with the Portland Trailblazers. You know, he just yeah, basically, yeah. he's like the kind of more well-rounded, hyper-effective Malik Monk. You know what I'm saying? I, I also didn't know he was 6'6". Six, six. Like, maybe he's more 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I, I thought he was like 6'4", for sure. Yeah. Regardless, he's putting his 6'9 wingspan to the use, averaging 2.1 steals a game this year. So, And talk about toughness, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's like a bull out there. Exactly. So. And he looks like that guy from Black Panther, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Anyways, just because his hair. <laughs> uh, Alan, I also have a runner-up for this, though. Uh, watch out for, and the Lakers have been interested in this guy before, but watch out for Mo Bamba because the Orlando Magic didn't extend him. He's making $7 million this year, will be a restricted free agent next year. 23 years old, 7 foot, 7 foot 10 wingspan. That's the largest in the league. <laughs> the largest wingspan in the league, even topping Rudy Gobert. Uh, 80 doesn't want to play the five kind of the same sort of, uh, rationale for miles Turner. You kind of just apply to Mo Bamba, except he's younger, more raw, et cetera. But on the year, he's averaging 10 points, eight rebounds, 2.2 blocks. I think he's fourth in the league or third in the league in blocks hits a three a game. So, you know, I, I, I don't think you'd be as excited with Mo Bamba as you would be with miles Turner because there's a proven track record there. But I mean, it's another Orlando magic center. Yep, there you go. He just add him to the list. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, like a younger Javelish sort of player that Absolutely. you can mold, maybe. But he can shoot threes. So, I mean, there's some I was just going to say, JaVale thinks he can shoot threes. Well, Mo Bamba <laughs> could actually. <laughs> well, so Mo Bamba is really like Dwight and JaVale put together because, you know, Dwight Howard's <laughs> yeah. a three-point shooter. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's he shooting, 75%? <laughs> <laughs> exactly so just keep mo bomba in mind and to close out this episode just some lower end guys i don't want cam reddish i'd rather have deandre i'll just put that out there if we're looking for some lower end guys who i don't think we would do this for just keep in mind guys like jay sean tate on the rockets he's a six foot five wing there's a guy like brandon clark on the memphis grizzlies who's kind of like a ready made now player ready now player that can sort of help you and be versatile you're really giving up a lot of upside, I feel like, but it's just like, oh, plug and play, Brandon Clark. Uh, he's young-ish enough that there's maybe still some ceiling there, but you know what you're getting. Um, Jackson Hayes on the Orleans Pelicans. I don't think we'd want any part of that. He's so raw. Now, here's the young JaVale, Allen. Like, Jackson yeah, Hayes, Yeah, right? for sure. But, I mean, you know New Orleans would do that, I feel like, because their season's going nowhere, right? But Yeah, yeah, they love doing deals with us, too. So Exactly. And then Jaden McDaniel, six foot ten, seven foot wingspan with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, he's a little raw right now, so I don't think we'd do that. But just some other names of some guys who are around THT's age who may fit the Lakers better. But at this point, does does anybody fit the Lakers better than a dude who's been part of their system for the last three years and still has upside, right? So uh, that'll do it for this quick brisk episode or quick brisk intro. Alan, I will catch you later. If I have a second part to this episode, then catch me after the turn where I talk about whatever the most recent game is that the Lakers hopefully won. If not, Alan, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, too. See ya.
save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.